0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 77 of Third Heaven Authority Podcast. I'm Mike Thompson. Today, I wanted to conclude our study on why prophetic believers make good warriors. Now, last episode covered the first half of the topic, so I would encourage you to go back and listen, perhaps again or for the very first time. And then today, some powerful insights uh, that I wanted to share. I'm going to play a clip from sunday service a couple of weeks ago where i addressed that subject very thoroughly and the anointing the power god was on it man it was just absolutely dynamic we're talking today quite a bit about understanding the revelation of the holy spirit understanding the anointing that that revelation contains and how when the holy spirit begins to minister to us and he shows us things to come. He gives us visions and dreams and angelic encounters and the word of the Lord and, and prophetic revelation from Scripture. And all of these things that constitute spirit-led understanding and revelation that comes from the inside by the Holy Spirit up into our minds and renews us rather than from the outside trying to be come against us as pressure. So, let's listen to this particular clip, and uh, I'll catch you on the back side of it. Godly borders and atmosphere is what the Bible calls measure. Let's read a few scriptures here. I'm going to show them to you. 2 Corinthians 10, beginning with verse 12, for we dare not class ourselves— or compare ourselves with those who commit, commend themselves, but they measuring, remember that word, measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wives. We, however, will not boast beyond measure, but within the limits of the sphere which God appointed us, a sphere which especially includes you. For we are not extending ourselves beyond our sphere, thus not reaching you. For it was to you that we came with the gospel of Christ. Not boasting of things beyond what? Measure. That is, in other men's labors. But having hope that as your faith is increased, we shall be greatly enlarged by you in our sphere to preach the gospel and the regions beyond you and not to boast of another man's sphere or accomplishment. But he whose glories, let him glory in the Lord. For not he who commends himself is approved, but whom the Lord commends. So you get the gist of that. What, what Paul is revealing here is he's talking about spheres. Now, again, I'm telling you that I do not believe that he's only talking about natural dynamics, but spiritual dynamics. Because when you read... The entirety of the New Testament, there is none that had more spiritual encounters than the Apostle Paul, at least that are mentioned in Scripture. The man knew what he was talking about. And so in the natural realm, he was saying that every ministry, and let's narrow that down and boil it down to the individual, every individual believer, every person who's received Jesus, their Lord and Savior, has a measure of a sphere a sphere of boundaries and of atmosphere wherein they work. It's what we call the measure of ministry. So the first measure that we find in Scripture is the measure of ministry. That is God's calling. That is your individual giftedness or collected, collective giftedness, such as in this ministry and as we're all here to get today. It has borders and it has atmosphere. Okay, I'm being careful to explain this because I'm getting to some point that you're going to shout hallelujah. Now, in Ephesians 4, verse 7, we find another. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. I could read more, but I'll let you do that when you get home. We not only have a measure of ministry, but we have a measure of grace. And that word measure is talking again about boundaries, which is truth, what God has said, atmosphere, which is grace and spirit that empowers it. I operate in the ministry of a prophet. You see, there is level at the foot of the cross. We get born again. You go through and you read in Romans 12 and and, and 1 Corinthians 12 and here in, in Ephesians about the different spiritual gifts. Um, The Father administrates one, the Son administrates one, and the Holy Spirit administrates the other. They all use similar wording and talk about not only the assignment, the border of what God had given to us in those grace gifts, but also the atmosphere, how that that grace is, is, uh, is given to you within the realm of the border. So we all have the ability and given the grace to walk as children of God. But according to our gifting and according to spiritual revelations and directions, God then brings us into an area of defined borders and atmosphere, a realm for us to operate within. And that's our grace. That's why I said earlier our definition of grace is not only being the unmerited uh, favor of God, but also the empowering presence of God, enabling us to be who he created us to be and to do what he's called us to do. The things that I teach you, every single one of you that are listening to me today, can operate in according to your grace. The boundaries on your life, who you are, even though you will probably never operate in mine. You see what I mean? And I don't want this to sound minimizing. Every one of you should be prophetic. It's given to you. But there's a good chance that no one else in this room is a prophet. That makes sense? You may be, but because you're prophetic doesn't make you a prophet. But if you're a prophet, then you're prophetic, but the prophetic nature of the church and of all believers is raised to a specific assignment that has truth. Boundaries, and grace and spirit within it. When you get outside of your grace, it leads to grief. When you learn to operate within your grace, it leads to impact and joy and power and fulfillment in your life. Romans 12. Now, this is also in the context of uh, some spiritual gifting. But verse 3, For I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. So, there is a measure of ministry, a measure of grace, And a measure of faith. Why is the measure of faith important? Because faith. Is a product of the atmosphere of grace. That is operating according. To the boundaries of truth. Now again to be very careful. We all have. Corporate truth. They that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You operate according to the grace, the atmosphere within that truth, bam, you get saved. But then each of us have individual, we have add-on truths and graces that are given to us according to the gifting, God's empowerment, his ability. So every single one of us are very unique. And I love it. I love it. One of the reasons that I love it is because when you add the measure of ministry to the measure of grace to the measure of faith, the sum total of all of them in Ephesians 4.13 is called the measure of the fullness of Christ, which in John 1.14 is described as grace and truth. So we go right back to where we started. Prophetic revelation creates an atmosphere for presence. God's presence, obviously, because he's the one who does it. Every time he gives truth and the accompanying grace of the Spirit of God, his presence is involved because he is in his spirit that's why revelation which we're talking about here is god creating the atmosphere and giving us an invitation to join him religion and flesh wants to create its own atmosphere and invite God to join them. He never does. So when God creates the revelation, I mean, if he's just speaking to you, if he leads you to Jesus, if he gives you a vision, if he speaks to your heart, he says, go witness to your next door neighbor. If he shows you a vision about what's going to happen in the United States over the next 10 years. I mean, it could be anything at all. Revelation operates by these principles. It creates an atmosphere for presence to occupy. God will always occupy it. Therefore, prophecy becomes an invitation for us in God To join him. And when we bring our presence. Into the revelation. And join him. Then the fusion. Of our obedience faith. And authority within it. Releases the anointing and power. Of the revelation. Which is the measure that has been put within it. And it changes. Everything. One of the ways I, I perhaps should say it is that when we believe and we enter into the revelation, then we join God and by our faith and authority release what he wants to do. We accept it as truth and the atmosphere of grace that it's ours and we can operate in it. We not only can operate in it, but it has the power through us as we share at that point to give others invitation to join us and God. That's why we give testimonies. That's why we tell prophecies. That's why I share things like the vision that I just gave you uh, at the beginning of this sermon about the revelation building. I'm not telling you that there was a revelation building in heaven that he took me to. And it's always there. I'm telling you, that's how he showed me. There may be one. Maybe he takes other people there. But then again, maybe that's just how he showed this one person and nobody else will ever see it that way. I don't know. But the principle is true. The vehicle is not the important thing. The revelation is the important thing. Praise the Lord. So therefore, here's what I'm telling you. Let's kind of pull this all together. Prophetic revelation becomes a weapon. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Prophetic revelation becomes a weapon to be used. Now, we all know about the sword of the Spirit and the armor of God. Hallelujah but we must understand, we must allow ourselves to see that what I'm sharing with you right now is incorporated into all of it because the sword of the Spirit is declared to be the Word of God. The sword is the Word of the Spirit. It is the Word and the Spirit. It is the truth and the Spirit. It is the Word and the atmosphere of power That flows within it. Remember last week when I was talking about the streams, the spiritual streams of revelation? It all connects. Those spiritual streams are part of the room or the measure. How many of you understand perfectly everything that I've said in the last 30 minutes? (laughs) I see some hands in here, so... I I assume you're taking it all by faith, but you understand. Yes, you understand. In the name of Jesus, I declare and decree you understand. And you not only understand, but you operate in it fluently. So therefore, in 2016, I could give you... Hundreds, if not thousands, of illustrations about this. But for some reason, that's one that popped into my mind, so I'm going to assume it's the Holy Spirit. In 2016, April, when I was praying, interceding, in our, an intercession prayer meeting that we were doing, an angel came and stood beside me, and he spoke to me, and he said, the dogs of hell have been released against the one with the hand of the Lord on him. And at that moment, he superimposed Donald Trump's face over himself as he was standing there talking to me, and I saw Donald Trump's face. That was the revelation of who he was talking about when he said that the dogs of hell had been released against the one with the hand of the Lord on him. The hand of the Lord represents an assignment by God with the same thing that we're talking about with a truth of the word of God an atmosphere to be operating in, that the hand of God was on for an assignment and the grace to fulfill that assignment for the presidency of the United States, okay? Then the angel went on and he said, pray against false witness, hatred, and murder. And he said, speak truth and justice into the atmosphere And we, the angels, will break the spiritual teeth of the enemy. False witness, hatred, and murder. Now, I've defined that so many times, I think I probably better do it one more. There's always going to be 100 people out there that have never heard the story before. False witness, meaning fabrications, lies, made up. The second one, which was hatred, talking about a visceral contempt. Something that goes beyond disgust or be, or anger. And boy, they sure showed that, haven't they? And then he said murder. And when he said murder, I understood that that could play out in what could be in physically in some sense. But mostly what he was talking about is character assassination, destruction of people's lives. So it was not only for President Trump at the time, but for anyone who would support him. Speak truth and justice into the atmosphere because they are the weights, they are the balance. Speaking balance, spiritual. So what I'm telling you is that boundary and atmosphere contain the truth and the revelation and the empowerment for the prayer And every time I revisit it and go back into the stream, I am in different terminology right now using it for the same thing, entering back into that room, because in that room, my faith and authority releases the anointing and the power of God that's contained in it. And that's what you can do All the time. Every day. Think about it. So here's Paul. And he's just telling Timothy. Don't forget the prophecies. Remember all the revelations. That have been given to you. Why? Because by them. You will wage. A good warfare. What happens is. The prophetic revelation. Becomes a weapon. Because it, number one, gives us purpose. There's an assigned purpose. And remember, those of you who read my book, if you haven't, it, get it. Third Heaven Authority, Discover How to Pray from Heaven's Perspective. In this book, there was a part where I was sharing about some of these principles, not this whole thing at all. But I was sharing about how that, there's what I call, Glory in the encounter, the revelation. There's an authority that comes from that glory. There are different kinds of authority. There's the authority of man, a human being in the earth. There's the authority of the believer, a born-again person who was a human being, now has spiritual authority. There's authority of position and what God has placed under you to administrate over through your life and ministry. And then there's authority in the glory Authority and the glory is when you have an encounter. We're talking about revelation, talking about prophecies, all of these things. At that moment, there is an impartation. It's part of the invitation to get into the room with Jesus. And while you're in the room with Jesus, from there, find purpose, direction, Faith, authority, and power to be released into the situation. What a tremendous service that was that I preached that sermon in. And I tell you, the people just that were in the studio absolutely just came alive. And I know that you did too. The Holy Spirit is speaking to you in very dynamic ways. So, I want to pray for you, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord Jesus, in your holiness, Holy Spirit, by your revelation and power now, I pray for every single listener that at this moment that they would grasp that the Holy Spirit would come upon them and it would just explode within their being, their hearts, their understanding, the different communication forms that you have to bring this revelation to them, and also the anointing that is contained within it. Because, Lord God, it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. It's the anointing that comes upon us that does all spiritual work. We understand that it is not by the arm of the flesh. It is not by intellectual understanding. It is by the Holy Spirit's revelation and the power, what we call anointing, the spiritual electricity, the enablement, the permission of the Spirit of God to just come into people, into us, and release that kingdom through our lives. And so I pray that everyone would learn how by the Spirit to enter into that stream and that room And that move of revelation now, and to rise up, grasp that authority, that anointing, and release it into each and every life. Bless your people, Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, don't forget to subscribe uh, to Third Heaven Authority Podcast so that you can get future episodes, but also. I just want to pray right at this moment. I feel the Spirit of God coming on me. So here it is. I'm going to release this. I'm going to release it. As a prophet of God, i got to release this into your life. If you would just catch it. Lord, the revelation and the anointing of how these spiritual things work in the kingdom of God now, release into everyone's heart. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Walk in the Spirit, walk in third heaven authority.